yeah, I'd just call and say happy birthday somewhat early to Mr. Wackerly. Uh, I happen to have the exact same birthday and birth year as Mr. Wackerly, so to 39, brother, I know you hate the show, but keep doing it. Fuck you both. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. Big Sick or not. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. Happy birthday there, Wacker. Thank you. Is it is it your birthday today? Uh, technically, in an hour and 45 minutes, it will be my birthday. And if you... Uh, didn't hear it, but uh, the only reason I knew it was your birthday is because that guy who I played in the beginning of this uh, the show today I wished you a happy it. birthday. Yeah, how did and he know? I, you know, I don't know. I, did, I found the ultimate trick. I took it off my uh, Facebook uh, Facebook page, so you don't get that annoying like, oh fuck, now I've got like the eighty fucking happy birthday wishes from people who don't even give a shit and wouldn't remember other than it comes up in their little. People must log in and look at that little window in the corner that says, here's all your friends who have birthdays. And then they go to each person's page and write happy birthday. I mean, it's so meaningless. But they don't even post a video. They don't even make it. They don't personalize it. All it is is happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. And you're just like, you got a whole feed. I don't even have my birthday on my Facebook page for that reason. See, I'm putting it back on once my birthday is passed just because, I mean, the other thing I hate is where people are like, Oh, I'm I'm a mystery age. It's like no, I'm not trying to hide my age. I just don't. I just took it off like two weeks before, and I'll put it up two weeks after. So if people want to find out what you know how old I am, they can. I just don't want the whole deluge of birthday wishes, especially when you're 39. Like it's so weird being a 39 year old guy, and then somebody tries to f- throw you a party. You're like, I feel like a child. That's what I. You know, I've talked about this. Uh... A couple weeks ago, I went to – you probably saw the picture and made fun of me. But I went to like this Angels and Demons birthday party. Do you see that picture? No. I looked like a total asshole. I had, I had like horns on my head. and It wasn't your birthday. It was somebody else's birthday? My girlfriend's friends. They, they okay. do these themed birthday parties. Was it she, a guy or a girl? Well, that's what I didn't know. You know I thought – Okay, it's a it's a costume party and there's gonna be lots of sexy girls there and she wanted to go as demons and I was like, Whatever, I'll just you know, I'll wear put a pentagram and lipstick on my forehead or something and she's like, No, you have to you have to do get horns or or whatever. I was like, All right, fine, get that for me, I'll do it. She got me horns, put them on me and drew like a little pentagram on my neck. It's like fine. We go to this party and yes, there were sexy girls there. And I can totally understand why a thirty year old girl would throw this angels and demons theme party in a club, it's fine. It wasn't for a girl. It was for a guy who was turning 38 years old. Oh, my dear God. Who would do that? Why you would you do that? imagine having a fucking themed birthday party? Where all your guests have At to come in costume. At 38 years old. 
When I found that out, I, and, it's so ridiculous. Well, I looked at the guy, and he's exactly—he looks exactly what you'd think a guy that would have a theme birthday party at age thirty-eight would look like. This hipster I mean, if with I, a mustache. If I, I'm, I'm avoiding the birthday party this year completely. Last year, I tried, and it got a little bit blown out of proportion, um, even against my will. But even that, I mean, if it had a theme, the theme is shots <laughs> of booze. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's fine. That's the only theme you're allowed to have as an adult male if you have a birthday party. Like, okay, buy me James, do Jameson shots with me. Let's get some tequila up here. Maybe Let's a Jaeger bomb or two. A Jaeger, some Fernet. But the that, theme but that's of the night it. is is shots. It's we're gonna be at a bar. Show up if you want to have a shot with me. Do that. I don't give a fuck if you show up or not. No, like I'm just gonna get <laughs> drunk anyway. It's gotta be like a shitty bar that nobody even really likes. Yeah. It can't be like, oh, I hear this. there's this no new gastro mixology pub. <laughs> like, you can't do that. You got to be like, that shitty bar by the airport. Hey, how about this? The shitty bar that's, if you didn't have to have the security line, you could be like, that shitty bar that's in the airport, that's where I'm having my birthday. That really depressing one where there's like three stools, that's where we're going. I, I hate the big dinners where it's like everybody wants to yeah, go out. That's what people our too. age tend to do is you go out yeah. for this 15-person dinner Even at a restaurant. That, if if it's a girl or you know maybe you're in like your 25 to 35 milestone but, birthday though milestone yeah then or, i can the see best thing ahead. is just a depressing bar that nobody likes and maybe there's like a hot dog stand next door you're like well oh are we going to go out to eat i'm gonna be like well there's hot dogs right over there if you want to walk around the corner there's a gas station with cheetos and stuff I would. I wouldn't have done there. anything this year for my birthday had my brother not come down. In fact, actually, maybe maybe I should tell my brother to head over to Alameda tomorrow for your birthday. Well, didn't he spend four days with you? I mean, what he should be here already. Do you? Oh, you're, are you inviting him for four days to stay in your house? I'm just saying, I feel a little uh, neglected. <laughs> I can my, totally. I'm are, waiting you, for my my limo to come pick me up so I can go to Universal Studios. You want to try giving him a call? We can see if he'll come over. No, because <laughs> we can make this. I can make this happen. I have these connections. I doubt it. <laughs> There's a good chance I could get him to come over tomorrow. He's probably working at the bar. Maybe I'll just show up at the bar and demand free drinks. I bet you that. I bet you that's a little bit more realistic. You yeah. could do that. No, no. And plus, you got to work tomorrow anyway, don't you? Yeah, I do have to work tomorrow. Yeah, so you can get that drunk. And I have to work Friday too. Oh, right, I hope you have a good birthday. Don't get too drunk. Don't miss your work. You don't want any awkwardness at work the next day. Do, do people at work? work. Do, but do people at your work know over. it's your birthday? Yeah, that's kind of unavoidable. What do they do? Do they do anything? Oh, yeah, do, they get a cake. You get a the, cake. I, I'm lucky in that this other guy at work, this older guy, uh, has basically this one day later than me, I think, or one day before. So uh, we it, the attention gets divided. And every funny thing is every year they ask, they go... Do you guys mind if we just have one cake since it's like one of these years I'm going to say, yes, I mind. I want my own cake on my own day. I'm sick of this shit. I just, I, you know, this, this company I'm working at right now that I've never seen anybody make as big of a deal of a birthday as this oh, place. They decorate it's team, your cubicle, it's team building. but they decorate your cubicle building. with mylar balloons and streamers. Jesus and then Christ. at the end of the, at the end of the month, they have a cake day where they get like three cakes and everybody Whose birthday it was that month has to stand up in the front of the uh, or front of the, the room, and you serenade them with "Happy Birthday." Oh, you have to sing. My office gave that up a long time ago. 
which I'm glad it's about. Terrible. Nobody, nobody sings. It's just forced, lame conversation. Maybe I'll try to just maybe I'll just try to talk about work the whole time. <laughs> I'll just bring up like projects and stuff we're working on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. N- enough of the small talk. You know what Did they get that do? Project done? Did you get that TPS report in? What color is the fucking cover? They pass a big bag, like a brown paper bag, full of cards out, and you got to sign the cards. Yeah, we got to do the card thing. You guys too. do that too? What the worst thing is when you get the card. Like, what the fuck am I supposed? to – How long do I have to keep this and not look like an asshole? I walked outside and just threw it away. Yeah. As soon as I did. As soon as I walked outside, I was just walking to my car. I'm like, that's trash. Well, you might remember we were talking to John Steele about the Christmas card things. And I said the ultimate thing is to, uh, you know, when you get it out of your mailbox, which I know this doesn't really apply in the office. But if you get out of the mailbox and you throw it in the outside dumpster before you even get in back into the house, that's the ultimate maneuver. Just as soon as you get it, just straight in the dumpster. Don't even yeah. open it so up. maybe like if you're in the conference room and they give you the card, you know, you can read it and then just put it right in the trash in front of everybody. Like, thanks. Thanks for this card. Thanks. Yeah, but you have a small office, though. You have a yeah. small – you know the people whose birthday it is. I don't even know who these people are. Oh. What do you write to them? What's your, what's your go-to salutation? It's like, happy birthday – to my best friend who I love to have dinner with. Yeah. Exclamation point or no? No. Any punctuation? That's right. DS. So they don't even know what Capital letters or, or like. No, I usually write it down. It's like in a corner. Like, happy birthday to my best friend who I love to have dinner with. And they don't Does even know. Has anybody ever did. taken you up on it? No, because it's DS. They don't even know who I am. There's, I just write DS. <laughs> I kind of want to start writing just a little pentagram DS. You should put your phone number. <laughs> Call so, me for a good time. Call me for a birthday, uh, you know, rim job or something. Birthday BJ. So a weird thing happened to me at work yesterday, Wackerly. I don't know how to feel about this. Maybe you should give me your two cents on this. It's like a mic. Okay. I'm asking you for your two cents. I only have one cent because I'm part of my two cents. I'm just oh, yeah. one cent. Well, I'll throw in my cent, I guess, even though. You'll give me, and <laughs> I'll just give it right back to you. Well, I, you know, I feel bad about feeling weird about this, but I, do, I can't help it. I feel weird about it. So the other day, I was sitting at my desk, and my boss comes over. You know what they do there? We have little file cabinets right next to our desk, but they have like a cushion on top, so people can pull them out and sit on them when they talk to you at your desk. That sounds bizarre. It is. It's a weird. This is one of the weirdest offices I've ever worked. The at. cushions on top of the files. It's a. It's like a two drawer file cabinet, and that's where you keep your. I can stuff. picture that. I have one right behind me here. Yeah, home and files. then my home files. It's on wheels, so people pull it out, and it has a oh, cushion on top of it. You wheel it out. I thought you meant you pulled the drawer out, and the drawer was a seat. I see what you're saying. No, the top of it. No, that's very space efficient. Yeah, so she comes over, and she's sitting there telling me, you know, what to do or whatever, and then inevitably the conversation turns towards, you know, I'm going here for, for you know, the weekend for St. Patrick's Day. I don't know. We were talking about some stupid, monotonous, banal office bullshit but i started talking to her and then uh i kept getting a phone call from this guy that i ran into down here and like that's the thing about la you meet people you might be drunk give them your card next thing you know they're giving you a call and they're inviting you to go do something like go to go to some group go to like hey i'm i'm doing stand-up hey i'm doing this play well this guy that i met is a friend he's like a friend of a friend he, I don't know how he got my number, but he and his wife are doing this, this thing. It's called Nerium. It's like a skin rejuvenation program, and they sell you skin rejuvenation 
products at these parties that I don't even know what it is. Sounds it's insane to me. marketing. Well, it's like Amway. It is like uh, Amway. It's like Amway, but it's this new thing, and it's they, it's, they, do, a lot, they do it with the juice that acai berry juice that they say is going to save your life. But do they have big parties and, they, and everybody yeah. shows up and they're all yeah. talking about this it's, is it's the Nerium product? It's multi-level marketing. It's like they're they're exploiting people to fucking piss off their friends for a couple bucks and then they give 90 cents of the dollar up to their person who suckered them into it. Yeah, you know, it, it is like an – it's basically an Amway uh, pyramid Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. But so he's inviting me to this and, I, and he called like three times in a row. And so my boss who was sitting there on the file cabinet was like – or do you, that person's <laughs> does, does persistent. Just, have you ever sat on somebody else's file cabinet? I, I refuse. I stand next to their desk. Seems very undignified. They all do it there because it's Plus, a, can a you way be, to. Can you say as the you know? I know you don't own it. It belongs to the company, but as the quote unquote owner of the file cabinet, can you be like, D- don't mess with my files? But it's shared. No, no, it's really my file cabinet, and you're sitting on it. But there's a cushion on top. Like I didn't put that cushion there. I do not approve of this being used as a seat. You know, I never knew that people could use it as a seat. I just never really assumed like that secret. anyone would sit there. I did think it was weird that there was a what cushion. If, <laughs> what if somebody's sitting on it and you need a file? Do you just, like, reach between their legs? As as David Lee Roth would say, reach down between my legs and grab the TPS report? That has not happened yet. You should do that. Because then it would and discourage that person from ever sitting there again. They would be creeped out. I want to put a bunch of thumbtacks on it. Hmm. That might work. But any, okay, but anyway, it's, it's besides the point. She okay. was like, that person's really persistent. So I explained to her, I'm like, yeah, this this guy that I hardly even know invites me to his this house party. He's having to sell me these Nerium products. I was like, it's it's Meshuggah. It's crazy. It's kind of like, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like a, a cult. Like it's probably some alien named Xenu who's excreting this cream. And that's, and that's what they make this stuff. Like some, it was like some kind of crazy Scientologist thing. Like and she just sort of laughed and whatever. And so, yeah, I didn't think anything of it. Next day, I come to work. And in the, right in the beginning of the day, it was like 9.30, that old guy who sits next to me, I think I told you about him. He like Does he, he sit on your file cabinet? He doesn't sit on me. He has his own <laughs> file cabinet. <laughs> you should just – here's another thing you can do. You just sit on the file cabinet. And so people come in and they, they sit reach in my for chair? the file cabinet to yeah, – they reach for the file cabinet to sit down and they're like – and your chair is under there. And they're like, oh, this is D. Simon. He, he thinks outside the box. I guess I could probably do that. But it's not, it's, it's not comfortable. I've, I've, you know, I've sat on it before. You'd be doing it to be wacky more than it. It would be like an It'd Andy be Kaufman type thing. Well, but, but okay. But let me get to my point here. Oh, so sorry. anyway, the old I'm guy. I'm fascinated by this file cabinet chair. Ignore the fucking file cabinet. You should have told me about it. You knew I'd be interested well, in it. Because it, 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 it this, is, this is all context about how weird this place is. Right. So – I get there, and so I get in the morning. I'm sitting down. I you know turn on my computer, and he looks over at me. He's like, "Hey, uh, D, do you have a second? And so I was just like, "Yeah, what's up there, Kevin?" And uh, he's like, um, "So yesterday, you made a crack about Xenu and Scientology." I'm picturing that guy from Rescue Me, uh, Dennis Leary, like an older Dennis, an older, fatter Dennis Leary kind of guy. Hey, D. Let me he, tell you something. You know, he actually kind of looks like Kurt Russell now. Oh. He kind of has a – he's sort of tan. He kind of looks like an – like in the 80s, he was probably buff mm-hmm. or something. But uh, it kind of looks a bit like Russell. Okay. He I does. can see that too. Okay, got it. And he's, he's got like a bit of a mullet too. 
Nice. It's probably the dude's probably his late fifties. But so he looks over. He's like, "You, you made a crack about uh, Scientology." Was, I just, I just want to let you know, you probably did this without even, you know, any forethought or any completely inadvertent remark. But you'd be like, "Oh, you know me." <laughs> that's how I just go through life like, every yeah, day. That's every pretty moment. much how I, yeah, that's how I speak there, Kevin. But he looks at me. He's like, "You know, this whole company is run by Scientologists." And I was like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, the owner, the owner's sons." He's like, "Every VP." Pretty much, he goes. He was like, you know, you'd be really surprised at how many Scientologists work at this place. And I was like, oh. He goes, so I would just wouldn't say anything about Scientology ever. Just never make any cracks about. It. Just <laughs> Did don't you ask mention him if it. he was a Scientologist? No, I mean, I just I didn't really say anything about. it. I was like, oh, okay. He goes, yeah, you'd be surprised. Thanks for the tip. And so I was like, yeah, thanks, thanks a lot for pointing that out. And then he's just like, yeah, I thought you might, you know, it might be good for you if you want to continue working here. You probably don't want to say anything about it. So then I kind of looked over and I'm just looking around. I I sort of feel like I should get they live glasses or something. Because now I think I'm surrounded by Scientologists. Well, it sounds like you are. Is that weird, Wackerly? Like, what if it was all like Hasidic Jews that run the place? Like, why are Scientologists weirder? (laughs) It is Hollywood. I mean, everything is run by Scientologists or Jews. What did you expect? You knew they weren't Jews. You could tell if they were Jews. They're not Jews. They must be Scientologists. Unless you work at the Crystal Cathedral, it's all Jews or Scientologists. I just don't know why it's it doesn't it it doesn't sit well with me that I'm working for a bunch of Scientologists. And it's a successful company; it's probably funneling you? money back into the Scientology, you know, Church of Scientology. Because Scientology's batshit; it's an insane religion. They're well, all insane. They're all insane. Yeah, but this I mean, one. Speaking of that, today was Ash Wednesday. I, I'm always I, that always throws me for a loop. You're like, what's that person has shit on their face? Oh wait, so does that person? What yeah. the fuck's going on? Everybody's got shit on their face. It's not that many people. To tell you. No, but I like, saw nobody. A I'm people. Off, nobody in my office has shit on their face. I saw a couple people that, but I didn't see a single in person. Your no, in my office, I didn't see a single person. Yeah. At lunch, I see it. Yeah, at lunch, I saw a couple people with ash on their face. But yeah, in my office, I didn't see what's it. that because they're all Scientologists. Yeah. It, it's, they, put yeah. a, they put ash on their scrotum. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they put on their face. But I just. I don't. You know what it is? Catholicism, Judaism. They've been around a long time. Yeah. Islam. It's been around a long time. For some reason, it lends Buddhism, it an air of credibility. Been along for a real Bo- long time. Buddhism. It's Shinto. been around for a long time. <laughs> did Scientology. They, did you? Uh, did you have social studies in whatever high school or junior high? And then for like a month, they're like, "Well, we're going to learn about all the religions of the world." Did they teach you and about like Scientology? Every, well, I wonder if they do now. They definitely didn't. I don't think it existed back then. Yeah, it did Scientology's been around since the fifties? Well, not at the level it does now. But, but I don't think you learn about it because no one, no one really thinks it's a religion because it's I wonder a cult. If they do now, it wouldn't surprise me though if, if right now. In that same social studies class, they t- we have a young listeners. Like, if you're a young listener and you're in social studies, or maybe a couple of years ago you were, call into the hotline and tell us if you learned about if they taught you about Scientology when they taught you about all the other dumbass religions. You know, I I, I think I don't think they do. I think people people perceive it as a cult, some kind of weird cult that happens on the west. Are Coast. they tax exempt? I believe they are. Yeah, I guess so. The, the, government the government doesn't think thinks it's a religion. But did you ever meet a Scientologist? Do you know any Scientologists? Jeez, no. I mean, I, I know of them. Beck, 
The girl plays Peggy from Mad Men. Travolta, Tom Cruise. Well, yeah, I mean they're obviously insane. I'm I'm trying to name Kirstie Allen. Are clearly insane. Kirstie Alley's Kirstie Alley the scale Kirstie towards Allen. insane. But I mean Beck Beck makes people like Beck's music and that girl from. Uh, but you're naming celebrities. I'm not talking about well, normal. Yeah. Why people. would I know them if they weren't a celebrity? I'm saying I don't know anybody personally. I you know I had never even seen a Church of Scientology till I moved what? here. Oh yes, you have. Where do they have? To, where, do they you have one the, in San remember Francisco? Remember Clowns Alley's Clowns Asshole? We used to call it Burger Place right across the street. They, there's a Church of Scientology there in North Beach. Yeah, yeah. Never saw it. I did, yeah, I they're think always I standing out there side there with the fucking two like Campbell soup cans and the fucking wire. You know, they hang on. I to. see them there with the books and all that. Yeah, but that's the church there. I didn't know there was a church. I mean, but here in L.A., it's oh, pronounced. Yeah, well, L.A., it's like the these, these big mega churches. They have the, the celebrity research center down the streets. It's, it's as big as two city blocks. That's like what I do when I'm on a website looking for, like, nudes of fucking Anne Hathaway. Doing oh, research. I'm doing my celebrity research. You know what I think they do? Pretty is, sure she showed her tits in this movie, and I can jack off to it. I think what they do is they take a celebrity, comes in there, they pry his eyes open like a la Alex and Clockwork Orange and then uh -huh. force him to become gay. And then they got to pay a ton of money to keep that a secret from the public. It's ironic. Cause it's you just know, how they do it. Well, I don't think a lot of people know what Scientology is even all about. I never knew it was. I, I didn't really know. I don't honestly, I don't know anything about Scientology. So I looked it up today. Well, they're listen, very secretive. Well, listen to this. Scientology is a body of beliefs and related practices created by science fiction writer L. Ron Hubbard. Which he well, did this in 1952 that. as a successor to his earlier self-help system, Dianetics. Scientology is a religion um, started in 1953 when he incorporated the Church of Scientology in Camden, New Jersey. It teaches people Camden. that people are immortal beings who have forgotten their true nature. Its method of rehabilitation is a type of counseling, counseling known as auditing in which practitioners aim to consciously re-experience painful or traumatic events in their past in order to free themselves of their limiting effects. And they do this through a fixed donation system. What I don't get, I get if your parents were Scientologists that you would be like, you know, okay, I was raised a Scientologist. Eh, I kind of believe that it's, I don't know, it's been part of my life for a long time. My parents raised me doing this dumb shit. But I don't get how you, as a non-Scientologist... I guess I don't get this about anybody who like later in life comes to any religion. Like, hey, you know how you like to sleep in on Sunday? How great that is? Why don't you get up and go to a building and talk to a bunch of assholes and listen to some bigger asshole talk for a fucking hour and a half up in front of everybody and then have some shitty cracker uh, and maybe have some donuts and bad coffee later and stay there and hang around and talk to the same assholes that you just sit in a fucking big room with. And then one asshole about what? tells you well, how to live you your know, life. Well, there's a guy in the sky, and maybe if you're good, you don't go burn after you're dead. And this, really? This <laughs> zombie that resurrected stupid. himself? I'm just going to keep sleeping in. Doing miracles for you, yeah. as long as you believe in him. And if you, you know, don't, you know you're going to go you know, to hell. You know every April, like how you fucking have to do your shitty taxes, and if you do them wrong and you fuck it up, you get audited? <laughs> Why don't you join this group? They'll just audit you all the time. Auditing doesn't that sound amazing? Oh but, fuck yeah! But the thing is, though, the Church of Scientology is mysterious. It's shrouded in mystery. Its members are worth millions of dollars. Like the owner of the company I work for, that guy's a gazillionaire. I don't know how many. He's probably a multimillionaire. It's so definitely started... a religion for rich people because you have to pay, right? It's I mean, a rich you have to person pay. club. It's not like 
like Christianity where it's like if you go fucking wash some dirty homeless guy's feet, then you're the best Christian. In Scientology, like the more you pay, the better Scientologist you are. And and the higher level of 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 beliefs you can you can attain. Right. Like I was reading this. If you donate a certain amount of money to the church, and then then they will uh then they, they get their different it's called uh operating thetan levels. So if you're at the very OTs. highest level the OTs. That's yeah, the OT levels. If you're at the highest OT levels, the teachings include accounts of various cosmic catastrophes that befell the Thetans. Hubbard describes these events as a space opera. At the, at the highest level of the uh, operating Thetan, Hubbard explains how to reverse the effects of past life trauma patterns that extend millions of years into the past. And these include the teachings of Xenu, who is the tyrant ruler of the Galactic Confederacy. According to his story, 75 million years ago. Oh, Xenu's bad? Yeah, Xenu brought billions of people to Earth in a spacecraft resembling Douglas DC 8 airliners. I thought Xenu was good. I thought Xenu was like the Jesus of Scientology, but he's bad. He's like the Satan. Yeah, he's, he's like a Satan. He's like this evil alien creature. Oh, who's he's, the Jesus? He stacked the people, these planes around volcanoes and detonated hydrogen bombs in the volcanoes. The Thetans then clustered together, stuck to the bodies of the living. And continue to do this today. <laughs> Get off me. So you got to well, isolate the Thetans and neutralize the effects by paying more money into this church. Does that sound more insane than believing in a zombie that resurrected himself and does miracles? Not really. I, I, you you want to know why? If if this if this religion had been around since I don't know for a couple thousands of, a couple thousand years, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd even think it was weird. But the fact that it's only been around for fifty years. Well, the next oldest one is Mormonism, right? That's been around for like only like 200. Still, it seems more credible than this. Well, no, you still you still have your weird space planet that you go to after you die. De- see, Mormonism I could almost see. Judaism you could see because you'd be like, well, if I become a Jew, I'll get all these new business connections and maybe my j- career will go better. And Mormonism you can be like, well, now I can have like three, four wives. Yeah, five wives. Just have a lot yeah. of different pussy going around. And basically, they have to do everything I say because that's what we believe in this religion. Well, I think that's um, what Scientology is, though. I don't you, like you know people. You ever hear of somebody who becomes Catholic, and they're like, "Oh, just the maj- the majesty and the mystery of a Catholic." We're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, what do you like, get from Catholicism? Yeah, like go watch guilt. the Lord of the Rings trilogy. That's enough majesty for me for one year. Yeah, but with Scientology, I think you join up, and let's say you want to start a business. You, you sell your soul to them. They invest millions of your, in your business. You become successful, and then you give all the money back to them. Uh-huh. I think that's the way they it works. Like, uh, they don't like psychiatrists, though, do they? I well, guess if you're a psychiatrist, you can't join. Yeah, they, they feel the practice of psychiatry is destructive and abusive and must be abolished. Now, why, why is that? Is, cause, is that con- because some psychiatrist treated L. Ron Hubbard, b- Hubbard badly or told him that he was doing something wrong and he just wanted to get back at that guy? I mean, it had to be something personal. Because I think any self-help guru is against psychiatry. Oh, because it's more legitimate? Yeah, it's more legitimate and actually will point out the bullshit of your, of your religion. I mean, L. Ron Hubbard was a grifter. The guy was a failed science fiction writer. He creates this religion to grift off his people. Yeah, well, he sold a lot of books later. Oh, was that? It was just because of Scientology. Well, he started out as a science fiction writer. I think he was. No, I I remember when I was too young to realize that he was a total hack. I mean, I think I tried to read 
Battlefield Earth or the other. What was the one that has like ten parts? Is that Battlefield? Earth? I thought that that's Battlefield Earth. I think. Oh. There's Did another you ever one see that movie with Travolta? No, I mean it's well known as being one of the worst movies ever. Though right? I, I never saw that. I always wanted to. I heard. I heard he used to have. L. Ron Hubbard used to have these like crazy orgies on yeah. his uh, yacht. Yeah, there was a lot of weird shit going around in the fifties where these guys were just like just did whatever they want and there was a lot of like weird cults going around this is just one that stuck well what about that uh, trying to do like weird paranormal research and stuff yeah the jet propulsion laboratory i forget that guy's name right now but that guy we talked about that after you went yeah yeah the founder of that um that dude was i think uh he had a satanic cult they used to try i think they were trying to resurrect the red-haired daughter of satan and l ron hubbard is a part of that and then they kicked l ron out of the group and then he was like, well, I'll start my own group. I'll show you. And then, yeah, in the 50s, he started uh, Scientology. get all the stars to join my religion, like Tom, Thomas Cruise and that other guy. Yeah, Travolta, the chick from Mad Men. Who's, people can't ugly, just, who's people the ugly can't... chick from Mad Men? Her, na- her name in the show is Peggy, but I Peggy. can't remember what her name is. I mean, she's a good actress. Did you see uh, Top of the Lake? No, I know she's a good actress, but look Stop. at her. She's not. She is not attractive. No, you got to watch Top of the Lake. Did you Scientologists Lake? made her attractive. Did you watch Top They're of the Lake? She is hot. In they they make her look dumpy in the Mad Men show. Get, look at her face. Look at her face in Top of the Lake. She's hot. She's the Scientologists are getting to you, Ackerley. Maybe people can't be miserable anymore. That's the problem. That's why. That's why you. That's why you join up to a religion. You're like, eh, I don't feel good, and I'm depressed. I, I need to join something to make me feel better. It's like, no, it's just everybody. Just be miserable. That's just how it is. Well, what freaks me out about the Scientologists is that they're vengeful. Like, if you thwart them, they will go after you. you I they, like. They that. will harass you. They I will like go... being part of a vengeful group, though. I've, I don't know. Like, I've I've read who is that. You you sent me some YouTube videos about a former Scientologist who escaped oh, yeah. the church. This is the type of thing I force like girls to watch, and then they just hate me. But he <laughs> divulged all their teachings. It's like and a two-hour interview. Yeah, Jason yeah. Begay, B E G H E. He he's like one of those voiceover uh, movie trailer dudes, and he, I guess he's acted in some things too, which is why the Scientologist went after him, and he was deep into it. Like he he talks in the interview how he's like while he was in it spent. It's been a while since I watched it, but like upwards of 500,000, maybe even like as much of a million on getting to these different levels before he finally saw the light that like, wait a minute, I sp- the more money I spend, then, you know, the next month, the next week, they just come back and ask for even more money. Like this is just a giant racket. There's nothing else there. Think how much money Travolta or Cruz gives to them. Yeah. Well, you said it before that. Tom Cruise and John Travolta, they are in a sort of a blackmail situation with them, right? Where the Church of Scientology has convinced them to like spill their guts on tape. That then Scientology says, you know, if you if you <laughs> if you betray us, we're going to put all this shit out there about how you're a homosexual and your career will be over. Plus, it's a you know they they already have more money than God. These, I mean, what if John Travolta? Or, Tom Cruise's career was over. It well, wouldn't matter. They still have billions of dollars, but they're they're so uh, vain. They the can't, Scientologists they created their their characters, though, made their fame, and now they'll completely assassinate that character. 
If who they cares? To. I mean, it's not like I mean, Tom Cruise has billions of dollars, right? Millions, if not billions. I, you know, I don't know. He, I don't know he what they're be capable a producer of. If, he can, if you, if his like, you know, reputation was tarnished by the Scientologists, and you know, I don't know how many how many people have successfully escaped from the church and ever worked again. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, there's I'm a, you know, a book came out last year about Scientology. Called, oh. I think it was called Going Clear, which was like a bestseller. I still haven't read it, although it's on my Kindle. My point is, I fear them. And now I'm, now I'm worried about my work. What if they find out that I'm talking smack about them on a podcast? Oh, well, you'll be fired. What are you talking? Why? <laughs> but, totally but, be okay, fired. They might fire me, but what else will they do? Like destroy mm. my credit history? I, I don't know what they'll do. Cut the brake lines in the Prius? Yeah, cut the brake lines in the Prius? Circumcise me again? I'm scared of these people. I find them frightening. I'm not scared of. Do you, uh, what are, what I'm not are scared certain, of Mormons. What are Scientologists' views on circumcision? Who knows? We'll go in the bathroom with one of the exact, exacts and take a look. No, now, now at work. You know, the other day or last uh, last week, I didn't want to eat cake. It was cake day. I didn't want to eat cake. I, was like, I, I don't even like cake. I, I don't like cake. I like Come frosting. Yeah, I'm, I'm like not frosting. a fan. I was just about to say, you love fro- you're the guy who eats the frosting and leaves the cake. I just didn't want to deal with cake. So anyway, I didn't eat cake. Everyone thought it was weird. Just be like, can I get the edge? Oh, yeah, here's an edge piece. No, no, just the edge. Like, just the frosting from that whole side. Just give me all the frosting on that side of the cake. I think the cake I'm has gonna something sit on my to do with Scientology. Eat it. I think it has something to do with Scientology. You think it's laced? I'm thinking it's laced with, like, Xenu's ball milk. If there's something going well, on No, there. it would be some kind of a... Uh, like sodium pentothal, which would uh, lower your inhibition to like suggestion. And make yeah, you make you more suggestive. There, there's something going on there. I, I don't know what it is. They're all Scientologists. Now I'm now I'm kind of treading. I'm treading lightly. I'm watching what I say. Going in there, getting my which paycheck. Which is what everybody else does on a day to day basis. You're just this is new for you. Boy, it's just it's just weird for me. Now I got to censor myself because I'm worried. If, okay. But then at the same time, I'm looking at myself like today I'm, I'm driving home in the Prius, stuck in traffic. And I was thinking, am I an asshole for feeling weird about working for a bunch of Scientologists? Sort of. Well, what's worse? Like, would you, okay, what if they're all snake handlers? Would you be worse about, would, would that be worse? Yeah, that would be worse. <laughs> I mean, what's the, what's the most successful business, a, a snake handler person? What are those, Pentecostals? Is that what they're called? Yeah. What's the most successful business that a snake handling Pentecostal has ever run, not including the actual, you know, revival tent? Like an auto body store? Meth? <laughs> well, meth, legal business, you know, Moon auto shop. body, pet shop. <laughs> yeah, pet maybe, shop. maybe, uh, yeah, probably uh, auto body shop or. Although it is one of my lifelong dreams to work at a pet shop, like a really dirty one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just like was sitting there thinking maybe I shouldn't feel weird that they're all Scientologists. Maybe, no, maybe it's fine. You're a bigot. You think you're being bigoted. That's what I, that's what I want to put. Scientology is bizarre. You should go to work in one of those, uh, Guy Fox masks. You know? Cause remember when got the anonymous group was all protesting all the Scientologists and just be very militant, like refuse to accept your paycheck, but still just keep going in. What if I sell my soul to them, become a part of the church just so this podcast becomes extremely successful. I was going to say, it would be great. Would you be down with them? Would you join? Fuck yeah. No, I'm not joining. <laughs> I'm down with you joining. Like I said, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not joining anything where I have to do anything. 
I can barely do this podcast, and I'm doing it we just from gotta my home give a, in my shorts. We got to give a portion of the Adam and Eve money to the well, church. That you could do, but you got to go do all the activities. You got to do the auditing. You got to hang on to the fucking cans with the little needle. To like I got to go sell the way. books in Union you Square. You got to get yelled at when you're not like going clear, and when you do bad things. You know, they don't, like if you get sick, they blame you, and they say that you're, like you've been a bad person because you got a cold. Yeah, you have too many thetans. Right. I'm just not going to rock the boat. I'm just going to go there, do my job, and not say anything about Scientologists. I really do. I really do fear them. But who knows? Maybe maybe this time uh, next week I'll be like, well, actually, this show is a Scientology show now. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we should sell a lot more T-shirts to all the other Scientologists. We can get, you know, underwriting, like you were saying before, investors. We'll get some more ratings on uh, iTunes. I mean, if we got Tom Cruise as a guest, yeah, I wonder, shit would blow up. Yeah, I wonder if they'll hook us up with Travolta. Who Who's like a lesser known? I mean, was Danny Glover, is he a Scientologist? Maybe we'll get Beck. Beck's not coming on this show. Who knows? I don't know. People, it's episode 422 here is Sick and Wrong. Uh, you know the way the show works. Send us your stories. We'll read them here on the air. If we give you credit, we'll send you a Sick and Wrong care package. Uh, we got some good. We had some good submissions this week. It was difficult to uh, narrow it down, but uh, I think we found the two most disturbing news items here. Uh, before we get to our first story, here's a word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom, and by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code Diddle, you get fifty percent off your first item. A gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake. And on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor AdamandEve.com and making a purchase with coupon code Diddle. That's D I D D L E. So the first story we got here came in from uh, Cora. She's a nurse in Melbourne. Cora says it's a Cora. good it's a good thing that Wackerly is an engineer and not a substitute teacher because he can just have a wink in his office. You ever do that? Last front on my office, so no wanking. You ever look at porn in the office? Um, not in not in the way that I would at home, where you're just like, oh, oh, that's about that time. Just got home. <laughs> but like, you know, sometimes you're reading some article, a funny article that has some porn relate, and then you know, they have a link to porn, and you're like, eh, I'll click on. It. <laughs> I just want to see what they're talking about. Wouldn't you be nervous like though? With, like the guy with two dicks. Did you click on that at work? I, I well, and I think when I saw that, I was at working from home. But wouldn't you be nervous about like oh, yeah, being nervous. able to track it? You know, my office is small enough that if they were like, uh, "Why are you looking at a picture of a guy with two cocks?" and I'd be like, "Well, he has two cocks." I mean, come on, it's hilarious. And I think they'd be like, "Oh, that is pretty weird." A two cu- cocks. A couple of weeks ago, I was doing research on that uh, that documentary the, with the guy with the small penis, the Unhung Heroes. Yeah, and so right. I was I was sitting there and like oh, I'm gonna do a search to see if I can get this guy's IMDb page. I just typed in unhung, unhung heroes in Google just and press the button. You don't want to do that. You want to type in unhung heroes documentary because the sites um, that I got it came up were just all these dudes with just like these muscle phone. dudes with just little cocks. Hmm. And so I clicked on it and it's just like a you know this it just popped up on my big ass monitor. 
picture of, of uh, you know, built men with little cocks. Big ass monitor, little tiny cocks. Well, I was just nervous because I was like, oh, God, I hope none of these people see this because that would just give them the wrong impression entirely. Yeah. Remember when pop-ups were like a big issue? Oh, yeah. Before they developed pop-up blocks. And you'd, you'd accidentally go into a porn site and like 53 windows would all open up. All it's just like and you're just trying direction. to close them all frantically. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a fucking hand-eye coordination like it's, test from the 1950s that they would give to like nasa people that you're trying to click all these little boxes all over the place get the blinking red dot yeah <laughs> no but you know that's when you start doing the key commands like command q just oh, close out yeah. the browser completely yeah remember they used to do that where they would send you some kind of virus that would take over your computer and just like move around and you couldn't shut it off or you couldn't you couldn't close out of your browser you had oh, to wait, click it off when they they used to send that to you? Okay, me? Who, who would they? Oh, yeah, D. Simon. It's, oh, click this link. Oh, I, D's my friend. I'll just click it. It must be something funny. Yeah, and there's like a browser of fucking meat spin flying around your computer and you fucking can't click it off. Every time you move your mouse to it. Yeah, that's when you need to be like control, alt, delete. And if you didn't – if you were somebody who was like not computer savvy, didn't even know control, alt, delete, you're just screwed. And then you got to call the IT guy. <sighs> My computer's fucked up. What's wrong with it? Uh, my friend sent. Well, look. And you can hear it. It's a fucking meat spin. In the background. Do you spin me right, right. round, baby? There you go. <laughs> God, I don't know how many people I send me spin to. And the IT guy's like, oh, you're the fifth person this week. He's got this on computer. Let me show you something. Control, delete, shuts everything down. Oh, thanks. I sent that to my brother, and he actually got angry about it because he didn't know control, delete. It's like probably whenever that came out, like eight years ago. <laughs> this was before when he actually had a real job or? Yeah, I think he's working he'd at be GNC. Like, oh, I guess I'll jack off to this. No, he was working at GNC and I think at first he was pleasantly amused and then all of a sudden he realized he couldn't shut it off and he got really right. upset, called me up and just started cursing me out on the phone. God damn it. I was like, I thought you'd enjoy meat spin. The pill star is going to fire me. <laughs> so a uh, substitute teacher here was caught flat on his back masturbating in the hallway it's a weird position it wasn't even near his computer that's just a weird position like do you think he masturbates like that at home but on your back yeah i know yeah i've heard people doing that yeah but especially like uh juveniles who live at their parents house you know they lay on their own bed this is when you i think it has to be you know when you're a youth and you can just jack off to things in your mind, not when you're like a gross old guy who's like, I need to have the grossest, most demeaning yeah. video high definition pornography. I need to stimulation get like even a half boner. Yeah. But I, is this more ergonomic, you think, than being hunched oh, yeah. over your computer? Yeah, it's probably like that whole like squat toilet thing, you know, like, well, you should be masturbating on your back. It's more well, natural. This is this guy's an old guy, so I'm mean, well, only like in his seventies. So maybe this is an old guy thing. Like they learned this in the Cub too. Scouts. Yeah, because old guys have bad backs. They do a lot. They you know you see people throw their back out. and They're like, I have to lie on the floor, not even on a bed. It's two sides. It's got to be on a hard floor, and that'll fix itself. So a substitute teacher in Stamford, Connecticut, is on suicide watch after getting arrested for masturbating in a high school corridor while watching the children. Of course. <laughs> According to the police, the strange behavior of Michael Lukey, 72 years old, first came to the attention of a teacher's aide at West Hill High School at 7.30 a.m. 
which is seems to me a bit early to be masturbating in a hallway. Seven thirty in the morning. Are the kids even there yet? Doesn't school start at eight fifteen? It said most of the kids were on their way to class, so most yeah. of them were actually in in the classroom already. But yeah, I don't know. I, I thought my school started at eight, but I don't remember. As the day began, the aide reportedly saw Lukey lying on the floor in the hallway and walked over thinking that the man was injured or having a stroke. <laughs> he was having a stroke. <laughs> Apparently he's having several strokes. On closer inspection, the assistant realized that uh, Lukey had had his pants down and was actually in the throes of passion. On <laughs> closer inspection. How close <laughs> did you have to get, buddy? <laughs> Fucking put your glasses on. This fucking hard cock is out. It's a hard, hairy cock. You know, I mean, these old guys don't shave. This is fucking big, hairy testicles. It's a thicket of gray it's hair. Gray, full yellow, probably at that point. He probably has his dentures out. He's just like, just jacking it. Making that face, the jack-off face. Well, the aide started yelling, and uh, Lukey got up and uh, fled the scene. Which, why does that aide have to be such a cock blocker? Why not let him finish? <laughs> Out. How come subs are always old? How come they're always senior citizens? Is that, do you think it still know. goes on? I, I mean, maybe it's not like that anymore. It's been so long since I've been in high school. Well, if you're a young person, you generally just get get the teaching job, right? You wouldn't be a sub. You'd be an actual... Why? Yeah, why is that? Why don't the old people just get a job as a teacher? It's because they're like... They're too old? Stay-at-home husbands or moms or, yeah, they're technically retired, so they can just be like... Well, if you call me like three times a year, I'll come in and teach some kids. But the rest of the time, I'll just be sitting there waiting for your call. Great. I'll be lying on my floor in my living room, just jacking off. We had a sub named Mr. Bailey, who was probably like 81. I don't know why they even had him come in. He would he would teach the class and just fall asleep. He'd put on a movie and just fall asleep. And then kids would go and take a piss in his Diet Pepsi. Like they would just pee in his Pepsi and just put the cup. Micro penis. Well, they didn't even care. They would just small. They would in front of the class while he's sleeping. They would just piss in his Pepsi and just put it on the desk. And they they say something. No, they they would do that. They would pee in the plants. So what? Like John Steele's like peeing, but you're so you're peeing in front of everybody in the class. Well, you like a nightmare people have. Not something you would actually do. No, there was a kid. I remember his name was, uh, I don't want to say his last name, but his first name was Craig. He would take the glass. I'm sure he's in jail now. It doesn't matter. He would take the glass. He would go to the back of the room. He would pee and then come back and just put it back up. Mr. Bailey was sleeping the whole time. Did he drink it? No, he'd like stomp on the floor and and Bailey would just wake up. No, did Bailey drink it? Yeah, yeah. He'd stomp on the floor, wake Bailey up, and then Bailey would just, just sit there and like eventually just drink the soda and then like go back to sleep. But huh. why Why hire that guy? Why have that guy working there? You got to have some guy there. 80 years you old. Just, you, but you can't just let the kids be by themselves. Look what yeah, they do when he's there. Imagine what that guy, imagine what this kid would have been doing if the teacher wasn't there. Yeah, that's, that's true. I just, I just remember just that guy. Like Lord of the Flies in there. Well, I was always waiting for the guy just to have a heart attack. Sometimes I wondered if he was dead. You know, while, while we're watching this movie. He wouldn't even teach. He would was just put a movie on. you? No, I mean, I morbid thoughts as a youth. No, I was just it just I always thought, like, why even have this guy here? You might as well not be here. We could just fuck around because kids are just fucking around anyway. You know, it's just pointless. But Mr. Bailey was never jacking off on the on the floor hallway. I don't remember a single substitute. I mean, I'm sure I had. I remember the experience of going into class and being like, who's this fuck face? 
but I don't remember their faces or names. I remember Bailey because he was the I guess oldest. if somebody would have pissed in their cut their beverage, I would have remembered that, but that never happened. We had uh, Mr. Clark, who is uh, the judo instructor, and no oh, one no one fucked around with him. Mr. Clark. He was so like you guys had regulars? I just feel like the substitutes were always sort of ra- what You know what I do kind of remember? Once in a while, it'd be like some kid's mom who was actually in the class or at least in the same grade. Yeah, we had that too. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine that if your fucking mom came in and subbed? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> oh, it was like a D. Simpsons episode. Sit up straight. You Is imagine? that the girl you like in the second row? You were talking about her all night. I heard you in your sleep. Wackerly, that's not the sweater I told you to wear this morning. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, so Lukey reportedly fled the scene. The principal summoned the police, gave them a surveillance video that on the video showed Lukey uh, around 7.30 a.m. watching students from a stairwell, just leering at them, while vigorously manipulating the front of his pants. Uh, School (laughs) resource officers caught up with him in his classroom. So he didn't just flee the school. He just went over. He went to class, just got up, pulled his pants up, went to class. Home base, Fortress of Solitude. They can't get me in here. It's my classroom. They removed him and uh, detained him for the police. Uh, apparently, Lukey's been a sub since 2009. Passed the background check, never caused any problems. But he was fired on the spot. Maybe he's uh, has. This is the first stages of Alzheimer's. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be using that as your defense? Yes. It's the I dementia. Would. I'm going a little bit crazy in court, and you're just masturbating right in court. See. I don't even know what I'm doing. Sometimes I just think I'm at the strip club. That's what's going to happen to me. I'm just going to think I'm at the strip club. Start speaking like a strip club DJ while I'm jacking off on the bus. Once you're that old, why, why not just go to the strip club? It's not that like the strip club is really expensive. Well, why does this and you guy... Go, and, you get a, and you go during the day, you know, the early bird special when nobody's <laughs> even there. And, you know, and the, and the complaint usually is like, well, early in the day, the girls are uglier. But you don't give a fuck when you're like 65. Why is this guy working? I mean, he's 72. You gotta have something to do. Yeah, I mean, there's things Social Security. He lives in Stamford, Connecticut. Yeah, but you're just, that's what I'm saying. You need something to do, which is why I will just be going to the strip club. And I'm gonna, pick, I'm gonna find one that has a buffet. And uh, I'm hoping that the Google self driving cars exist because I won't be able to drive. And I'll just be like, hey, Google robot car. Take the bus. Take me to the nudie bar. No, I'm not fucking going to be on the bus as a senior citizen. Can you? When was the last time you were on a bus? That's like nev- fucking you know, I've never been on a bus. I don't like, think white people ride buses here. No, in, in and these uh, kids—they're just like they don't have no respect for old people anymore. Like you're just going to get—I mean, at nice. best, the shit harassed out of you. And I'm saying, like, I'm assuming it's it's bad now. And like, you know, when I'm 60, which will be in 20 years, it's just going to be even worse. There's no way I'm getting on a goddamn bus. <laughs> I'll probably get raped, you know, and like by kids who aren't even homosexual. They just, it's just like, a, they just like to rape old people. Oh, it's just for a fun. form of abuse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't even, I'm not even enjoying this, but I know you hate it. So I'm fucking you. There's a feeble old man. Let's just I fuck the shit the out of that guy. <laughs> I wish I could afford a Google self-driving robot car. Let me take my teeth out. <laughs> So luckily, it seems at the time of the incident, most of the students were in the classroom. But six students could be seen on the video just walking past him, not even noticing Lukey's raptures. They're but at probably least- looking at their goddamn smartphones. 
<laughs> release one kid. Cigarettes. One quid. One kid uh, tweeted about several students seeing a man masturbating on the floor. He tweeted about it. He tweeted. See. What did I tell you? Please plan to identify and offer these students counseling. I would take a selfie in front of it. <laughs> Photobomb. Wouldn't you just totally do, take it full advantage of this? Be like, I saw this old man masturbating. I need to go home. Oh, yeah. Got, I'm like plagued with nightmares. Traumatized. And then I would I'd have my parents demand that I get like straight A's for the whole semester. Yeah, I would probably try to like go on to the fact that like attempt to you know attempt suicide a couple times start using drugs yeah and and so what i'm saying is it also you got to demand straight a's you got to be like i was doing so well no actually you're getting d's well i was bringing the guy bringing him up but, <laughs> until i saw uh, the incident saw guy and uh, there's no time and just you just better give me just straight a so i can move on to college and just drink lots of beer do you imagine with the guidance counselor he's doing a rorschach what do you see old man masturbating what do you see yeah. in this one old guy with a cock in his hand yeah and this one? Wrinkly, long balls. <laughs> uh, Lukey's charged with public indecency, second degree breach of peace, and risk of injury to a minor. He's going to be sent away, pervert. No, he won't. He's going to no. plead the whole Alzheimer's thing. Well, that, well dementia. You can masturbate well, I mean, anywhere you want. It's probably not even, it probably is really what's going on. I mean, did he think he was going to get away with it? He was leering at students from the stairwell. <laughs> leering. <laughs> What do you have here for the second story? Uh, this is about bad Elmo. Now, real Elmo is bad, right? <laughs> Kevin, what's his name? This, there was a guy that was the voice of Elmo. The voice of The Elmo. actor. And he would he's a black uh, guy, black gay guy. He was a black gay guy, but didn't he like go after like minors, like sixteen-year-old kids? Yes, and ply them full of drugs. I hate before to be the person, but uh, and this guy and that guy was a piece of shit. But uh, uh, you know, there does need to be a distinction made between guys who masturbate to like infant porn and then dudes who go after like sixteen, seventeen-year-olds. Yeah. Not that he – I mean they're both shitty, but one's clearly worse. I th You know what I think it is? There's well, there's rapists and child rapists. There's statutory there's infant, rape. And then there's infant there's rape. Like, like that rape. dude from that band who just got busted. Like he was literally like paying women to like – so he could fuck like their three-year-old daughters. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, that, that guy's a complete deviant. He's a um, pedophile. But this guy was a DV too. I mean, he's going after, he was like you know, 40 and he's going after 16-year-old guys. Okay, here's, here's the differentiation. Those with pubic hair, those without. Sure. We can use that. All right. It's still gross, um, but not as gross. Yeah. Still very gross, but one's grosser. This is a different bad Elmo. <laughs> and um, I, I guess I'll point out later that there's a connection to the show. But he's a 50-year-old guy, and uh, he's recently been causing problems in San Francisco at uh, one of your favorite spots and mine, uh, Fisherman's Wharf. Hanging out if with anybody, the if a tourist comes to San Francisco, you got to go to the wharf. Yeah, it's a, it's a spot for the tourists. This is a jump-off point for Alcatraz, which I think is a legitimate thing. But you should also go like look at the dumb fucking shitty tchotchke shops, T-shirts, clam chowder in a bread bowl. If you want to like, get a souvenir penny that's squashed and has a picture of... I don't know if I can the Golden Gate Bridge on it. That's the place to go. Take a cable car there. 
There used to be a kick-ass arcade down there, but I don't remember if that's even still there. Yeah, I, I, it's Video been so arcade. many years since I've been there. Big Jerry used to work down there, right, at the at the aquarium? Was, wasn't he like an usher or something or a ticket taker at the aquarium? Or just a barker, maybe. He would, like, yell, like, come and see the sharks. <laughs> Got a fucking octopus and some penguins. Come on in. I wish he still did that. I don't think he was a barker, but he did do something like that. Yeah, I don't Jerry's that. a workaholic. I, I think mean, he like trained that, the penguins. He, he like, like, you know, <laughs> if somebody worked that job for a long time, you'd be like, what a piece of shit. But this was like Jerry's in like San Francisco for a day. You know, he moved from Michigan and like the net, he's like, oh, he works at the aquarium. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, it was like, it was seriously like within a few hours, Jerry's already training penguins at the, uh, at the aquarium. On Fisherman's and then Wharf. he was like hanging up those bug traps in the trees. Remember that? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. He was catching rare bugs. Jared doesn't let moss grow on him. You know, he, he can't, he's got to be fucking doing something. He would be a horrible house husband. Oh God. Terrible. Yeah. Doesn't well, maybe to... really great. Maybe like you'd come home and, and like we were saying, you know, the dinner would be made. The fucking house would be redecorated. He would be, have some like crops growing in the window. Yeah. But he's not grasping the true freedom at the position. From the forwards. guy's per- perspective. Yeah. He'd be terrible. He wouldn't be taking full advantage of doing nothing. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so Fisherman's Wharf, and this is also last week we talked about the Bushman. Oh, yeah, no, the Bushman. It's so a lot of these uh, the buskers. The buskers are down there, too. People who do stupid shit and then want you to give them money. We, there's this area, I forget what they call it. There's a carnival term for it. There's this area that they all go down there and they do their tricks. So there's like freaks that go out there. People and that paint themselves in silver. Yeah, they paint them. There's break there. dancers that, that go out there oh, and yeah, do break, break dancing. Dancers. Yeah, the, the living statues. Three card Monty. Three card Monty goes on. Illegal, and then, and there's people in uh, costumes, like this Elmo yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. So this guy dresses up as Elmo. Uh, big adult size Elmo, which is a little bit weird. And also, <laughs> if you look bit. at the pictures, his costume is clearly not like, uh, like you know, Jim Henson Studios issue. <laughs> it looks pretty good, but when you look at it up close, you're like, eh, that's a kind of a fucked up Elmo. Wasn't it weird, too, for kids to see like a seven, or how tall is he? Six foot, six foot five in that costume? Well, I mean, the head, the mask, I guess you call it, the head part of the co- I mean, it makes you even taller because, you know, the head is gigantic and it's even just going over your little human size head. Yeah, but kids love Elmo because Elmo's supposed to be like a, a child Muppet. Apparently they, they're into it because uh, families do go up and get their picture taken with this guy. Uh, and then he obviously asks them for money. And when they're like, yeah, no, we just – our kid wanted a picture and you're just standing there. People – when you live in a town like in Hollywood, they do this. You kind of understand that those people are there to make money. And if you're going to get your picture taken with sexy Captain America or whatever, you're going to have to give her like a dollar or five bucks or whatever. Right? Yeah, you have to give a few bucks. But people from the Midwest are like, hey, there's Elmo. Take my kid's picture. Because if you go to Disney World and you take your, your kid's picture with Mickey Mouse, you don't then give Mickey Mouse money, right? Well, I just don't think – I think they think that that Elmo is an employee of Fisherman's Wharf. Right. That is what they think. Yeah. And plus you're just – you know, you're from the Midwest. You're like, you're standing there. I'm fucking taking my – kid's picture and he's standing next to you it's a free goddamn country fuck off i'm not giving you shit and i think they give him the benefit of the doubt oh he's a friendly guy look at him dressed up as elmo right well then this guy harasses them he'll like follow (laughs) you um and and san francisco has san francisco has a law against aggressive panhandling which is basically what this has become once you start doing that 
Well, yeah. I mean, what's he doing? Screaming racial epithets. <laughs> well, you pointed out that this guy's been in the news before. So this guy's been moving around the country with his Elmo thing, and there's this YouTube video uh, there where he's going off on some anti-Semitic rants in New York City and uh, Times Square, which Times Square is like the equivalent of Fisherman's Wharf in New York City. Yeah, it's just not in the water. But yeah, no, he's wearing the costume. He's walking around screaming, yelling at people not to Dirty international Jews or something? Well, yeah, he's saying not to use Leapfrog because Leapfrog's owned by a filthy international Jew. Michael Milken. Michael Milken, yeah. He's like, Michael Milken, international Jew, international Jew conspiracy. And then there's a video of like people yelling like, shut your face. And he's like, international Jews. Yeah. It's crazy. He's <laughs> an insane person. 50% of the people in New Manhattan are Jewish. Probably not in uh, Times Square, though. Scientologists wouldn't stand for that. No. <laughs> well, they. I mean, the thing is, I mean, the Jim H- who owns – the Muppets now. It's got to be like Disney or something, right? They bought the rights to the Muppets. I can't believe they don't come down on this guy. What was Jim Henson? He was a Christian scientist, right? I have no idea. He's pretty amazing, though. You know what you should do? Or Jehovah's do, uh, Witness or something. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but you know what you should do is go YouTube um, just Jim Henson and look at his pre-Muppets shit. He would go on like uh, – those old, like, pre-Johnny Carson late-night talk shows and just do really weird adult puppetry crap. And it's actually pretty amazing. It's like Roald Dahl. I don't know. Did the Roald Dahl do that, too? Yeah, didn't he? Remember, or, no, I mean, I'm not thinking. Not Roald Dahl. Shel Silverstein. Oh, but yeah, maybe, yeah. So he used to do cartoons for Playboy and stuff before he did The Giving Tree and all that bullshit. Yeah, he did kids' books, but at the same time, he did uh, that record Freakin' at the Freaker's Ball with, like, Anton LaVey. This isn't that edgy, but uh, it is like a late night talk show, adult puppetry, like just weird little song and dance numbers. Uh, and he's a great puppeteer. puppeteer. Yeah, no, I, I love Jim Henson, but I know he was part of some weird religion too. Like he didn't he take medication. Been, I, I don't or know something. about it. Oh, that's like Steve's job. He just ate fruit. He was a fruitarian. No, I think he's like he prayed to Jesus to heal. There's something like I don't remember what that's, it was. That's uh, Christian was, science. Yeah, I think he was a Christian scientist. Yeah. I used to date a girl whose mom was a Christian scientist, and she just died because yeah. she didn't take medicine for her cancer. Well, Jim Henson had pneumonia. He didn't go to the hospital for it. Good job. Mm. Well, he's amazing, man. He's one of my heroes. Anyways, moving on. I haven't even made it to the first quote. Um, he's got a lot of other shit going on. This guy's name is uh, David Sandler. Uh, no relation to Adam, I don't think. I wish he was and, his brother. Uh, so he's down at Fisherman's Wharf. And the other people who are at Fisherman's Wharf, as with any area with lots of tourists, are uh, genuine panhandling transients. And San Francisco has this thing where there's, like, transients who are, like, 18. You know, they could easily go back to their parents' house in the suburbs and just live there. But they're panhandling and they have a big pit bull and they're smoking weed and taking, you know, Vicodin. Yeah, they're gutter punks. They're gutter punks. So a group of these gutter punks have been trying to harass him and – you know, the the local merchants and, and tourists are, are alarmed enough by this weird Elmo guy. And the Elmo suit's kind of dirty. <laughs> and the guy is, you know, anti-Semitic and he's aggressive. But now, like, the, the gutter punks are trying to fight with him. And so just and they're not comfortable with that either. He's just, it's just a, generally a bad vibe. Well, they're very territorial. Like, when they're, when they're down in that area where the tourists come, you have to kind of earn your respect. Yeah. And earn your your place there. So this guy is coming up. He's insulting the tourists and the passersby. 
He's wearing a dirty Elmo costume, and he's an anti-Semite. He's ruining business for the other people. Back in October of 2012, uh, San Francisco police uh, got reports from parents of, a, of an Elmo, and they think it's the same guy, yelling anti-Semitic obscenities in a park in the inner Richmond, <laughs> which is like – it's in San Francisco, but it's like the suburbs of San Francisco. Like I can understand why he's in Fisherman's Wharf, but like – That'd be like if, like, there was a guy in an almost suit just outside my house. You know, I don't live in like a tourist area. I'd be like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" Yeah, I mean, it's kind of what the suburbs of San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, it's across town from Fisherman's Wharf. It's across town from anything. It's like out in the middle of. You would never go there as a tourist. Maybe he lives over there. Maybe, uh, maybe he's nuts. <laughs> um, so a beat officer. Observed Elmo asking a family for money after they take a photo with him. And like I said, they uh, refused to pony up. Sandler followed them. Uh, these gutter punks started harassing him. Four suspects, three males and a female, all teenagers and young men, uh, approached him, started calling him a child molester, yelling at passersby to keep their kids away from him. Sandler said he didn't know who the people were and that one of the males pulled out a pocket knife and started to threaten him. Uh, that kind of diffused. And then later in the day, one of the street kids sat down next to where this guy was trying to like attract business, you know, people to come and take a picture and pay him money. And the gutter punk kid had a sign that said rapo with an, <laughs> with an arrow. I would have well, said rape mo. Why, why do they think he's a pedophile? Well, he kind of gives off that vibe. And what I wanted to point out is that this guy could be like the reincarnation of Bob Madigan. <laughs> Oh, does he look like Bob Madigan? Kind of like maybe a 10 years older Bob Madigan. Yeah, uh, but, but he's got like the same face and hair and posture. So, okay, so he's kind of hunched over. Bob Madigan, he looks exactly like him. That hair that hasn't been combed or washed in about a year. Or just cut or styled or like how, <laughs> he, where, how the fuck did it even get like that? Do you that know how Bob cut his hair? He used to burn it off. Exa that's what it looks like. <laughs> I mean, he Bob was a legitimate performance artist and, and a you know, friend to Gutterpunk kids everywhere. I mean, the Gutterpunk's kids would have loved Bob Madigan, but they hate well, they, this guy. They, they love Bob Madigan because Bob, Bob was lovable. Even when he right. lived on the street, he'd always be wearing the same Crucifix shirt that he wore since, like, 1988. I mean, when he wasn't wearing a big, like, rack of ribs and, and yeah, a meat, meat underwear. Yeah, a meat bikini. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, that's a, people love Bob Madigan, but Bob Madigan wasn't an asshole. He wasn't harassing people. And I'm not trying to, so I'm not trying to compare this guy's behavior to Bob, but I'm just saying, literally, when I saw the picture, I was like, "Oh my God, Bob is still alive." <laughs> I mean, that would be him. It looks just like him. How great would that be if Bob faked his own death and just he's just an Elmo, You're right? An Elmo impersonator. It's like a Tony Clifton type thing. <laughs> he's just trying to be a big <laughs> asshole, you know, like tiny Tony Clifton. Um, this reporter, Vivian Ho. Who I assume is a lady, a Chinese lady. I actually went and interviewed Dan Sandler. I, I might have called him Dave. It's Dan. Uh, and she calls him the street performer, right? Because now she's interviewing him. She has to be nice. <laughs> Dan Sandler, the street report performer, uh, told me this. So here's Dan Sandler's uh, side of the story. He said, yes. I didn't mention this before, but uh, he did once run a pornographic website in Cambodia called <laughs> Welcome to Rape Camp. <laughs> and yes, he was picked up in New York City for also having his Elmo thing on and, and yelling anti-Semitic uh, things about you know the Jews. 
But, uh, you know, that's no reason for people to fucking try and inhibit his ability to make make a dime now. So, wait, he's saying that there's no reason for people to harass him now, even though he used to have a site called Rape Camp. Welcome to Welcome Rape Camp. Welcome to Rape Camp. It was a bondage website. And he actually launched it as a way to help women, Cambodian women, because uh, he was there and the women he met, the only way they knew to make money was by prostituting themselves, which is a big problem in Asia. Sex tourism, underage girls, and whatnot. Hmm. And uh, it doesn't say that they're underage, but what does that even mean in Cambodia? Eight? Yeah, uh, yeah I was about to say like eight seven or eight. There. Uh, doesn't say how old the girls were, but uh, he was trying to get them a way to make money without being prostitutes. And, you know, pornography is more of a safe setting, controlled. I could see that, right? Uh, I don't believe sense. a word of it from this guy. But if, like, you know, somebody that was respectable said that, he'd be like, okay, fair enough. Uh, the reporter asked him why... You know, that's all well and good, but why was the theme of Welcome to Rape, rape Camp extreme rape camp? bondage? <laughs> and uh, he has a good answer for that, too. He says that he felt uh, – and this is a quote. He felt like the woman I had weren't attractive enough for regular porn. <laughs> oh, God. I shudder to think what he was filming. I picture this man in It's a, a legitimate concern. Though, yeah, but right? I picture this man in like a straw hut with a bunch of nine-year-olds and a camcorder. Yeah. And he's like stapling their labia or something. He says, uh, I was just trying to help these women. Calling me a child molester for running a porn site is like calling a gay person a pedophile for being gay. Yeah, okay. I I don't think the analogy works there. No. uh, Doesn't. I would not want this guy near my children. Sandler says his antagonists, once again, the gutter punks, remember, before I tell you what he says about this. Uh, they're hiding their real motivation. And what's uh, that? Their real motivation is retaliation for his activism against pharmaceutical companies and billionaire Michael Milken's foray into K-12 education. Leapfrog. Is that what Leapfrog is? Is yeah, that like a charter school? No, it's like some kind of internet. Like I think they make tablets, educational tablets or something. I don't know. <laughs> Why the like. fuck does this evil Elmo care about that? Because a Jew owns it. The guy just doesn't like Jews. I imagine he probably hates any Jew-run business. Sandler says he doesn't hate Jews. In in fact, he is Jewish himself. Sandler. Hmm. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's Jewish. Everybody knows that. This guy's a Sandler. He's Jewish. Did he say he's Jewish? Yes. Huh. Although, you know, who knows if his real name's Sandler. It could just be a smokescreen. Well, regardless, the guy sounds like a menace. Like, uh, So is he going to be allowed to uh, harass people up and down in Fisherman's Wharf? <laughs> what are they going to do? He hasn't done anything illegal. I, bet I mean, other than aggressive though. panhandling, and if the cops don't see that, uh, they're not going to you know, they're not going to come around because you report somebody aggressive panhandling. they got to witness it up close. <laughs> he said he hopes to stay in San Francisco until Thanksgiving. So you got a while till November if you want to come meet and get your picture taken with sorry evil elmo uh although i don't think he appreciates being called evil elmo i think he just wants to be called elmo maybe dirty (laughs) elmo (laughs) although if he gets more business out of it i I would embrace it that would be like uh you know the uh andrew dice clay of elmos why not just go as rapo rapo the clown that's going to drive children and women away. But what about, you know, they have those diners where the waitress, you know, has a big beehive and she snaps her gum and she calls you hun. And Dick's Last Resort. You've been treats there? you like shit, that kind of thing. You've been to Dick's Last Resort in Chicago? No. 
Is that what it's like? It's a chain, but they, it's just that kind of thing. They're, the women look like 1950s stereotypes. And, and they're they, rude. And they're rude, and they insult you. And I think that's like, what he should, he should go for that, and he could, get, he could get a lot of money. Yeah, you know, that makes sense. And Andrew that, Dice and Clay be- of Elmo's. <laughs> and the best way to, to get back at the gutter kids is to be successful, right? And so if he just has to line up the block of like, oh, this guy's, this guy's this Elmo guy, he fucking, he'll call me a dirty Jew and like call me a cocksucker and maybe whip his cock. Well, you don't want to whip your cock out once again, but, uh, you know, he's a total asshole and uh, I'm going to videotape him and put him on my Facebook page, like me and him and him calling me a, a faggot. <laughs> he should be like evil Elmo and kind yeah. of do a Neil Hamburger type of thing. Or like an goes, extreme Elvis type of thing. Yeah. Where he goes and performs and just insults everybody. <laughs> And uh, makes fun if you were in an adult, if he was in an adult club, he could actually like pull out his cock and like jerk off or piss on everything. You can't yeah, do that he'd be like a Gigi though. Allen Elmo. Yeah, you know, Wackerly, I think uh, maybe you should be his manager. <laughs> I should go over offer my age services. And do you have to have a license to be an agent? Oh, do you have to have a license to be a pervert in an Elmo costume? No, well, he's the talent, but I think you might need a license <laughs> to be an agent. But I, I mean, how hard could it be? I don't know which Muppet would you dress up as? Big Bird. <laughs> want to see that happen <laughs> people send your stories to stick around podcast at hotmail.com got a few phone calls to get to actually we have my two cents phone calls to get to uh, before we get to that here's a word from our sponsor hey sick and wrong listeners this is trucker paul i gotta tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines dildos inflatable wives i bought them all when I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. So we got a few phone calls here. The sick wrong hotline, 206-666-3846. The first one, actually, before we get started with the phone calls here, this is interesting. We're kind of famous, Wackerly. Rich on Facebook posted this to my page. He said, hey, D, listen to this week's The Bugle podcast. And a listener a emailed them. Yeah, have you is ever that heard about of those? those snacks? <laughs> no, it isn't. It's got a John Oliver, comedian, who's in the Daily Show. Now he has his own show. That Limey? Yeah, I can't think of the other Limey. There's another Limey who's Jewish with poofy red hair. Jesus Christ, poor guy. That's his co-host. But uh, yeah, their podcast is huge. It's a huge podcast. They're probably one of the most famous podcasts. It's huge, mate. And uh, a listener emailed them to say they've been blocked in China. He said that the Sick and Wrong podcast is still available. Um, he thought you'd be pleased. You guys are famous now. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. So I actually have. Still went, avail- we're still available in China. We're still being played in China. So check this out. Here is the clip from the Bugle of them talking about Sick and Wrong. This is how famous we are. We're internationally renowned now. They make these bugle noises. That's why it's kind of annoying. Your emails now, and uh, this one comes from Gregory in Panyu, China, on the subject, heads up. Dear uh, John, Andy, and Chris, 
in order of contempt felt by the People's Republic of China. Um, it appears that you're on China's shit list. I believe that's a technical term. Oh. Because the Great Firewall is blocking all methods of downloading the bugle. We've oh, made boy. it, job. We've been blocked <laughs> by the Chinese shit. government. Blocked. That's huge. That's great, Andy. That's Congratulations. That's, um, I mean, that, that could knock a solid four or five listeners off our <laughs> weekly, yeah. weekly chart. Um, wow, that's, I mean, that's... Uh, he ca- carries on oddly. The podcast Sick and Wrong is not blocked. And they consistently oh, yeah. report on the most embarrassingly demented news events here in China. Uh, however, it seems that John Hodgman, your old uh, Daily Show colleague, yep. remains on very good terms with the Red Army. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. It's I've always all thought about money. Yeah, he's, he's always... got all that Apple money, Andy. That's... That's... So there you go. There yeah, we are. They, Mention... they could have said less about our show. And I'm like, oh, what, what's that show about? Maybe we'll play a clip. Yeah, about, I was talking shit about China. They mentioned. Oh, they wouldn't us. even have had to like. They wouldn't even had to listen to it to find it. They could have just emailed you or me, and we would have been like, "Oh, here's one time we're talking shit about." I can't believe I'm talking to John Oliver of the Daily Show. I'm shivering. I just like the fact that they were discussing sick and wrong on their really? Steve. They, they mentioned the, the name of the show once. Did they? Is that a discussion? He said that they that we uh, slag on the uh, on the Chinese all the time. I mean, their zoos alone are fucking wretched. But um, the the Bugle is a pretty good podcast. I used to listen to it for a while, but I kind of think you need to be a limey to really appreciate it. Have you ever listened to it? No. And <laughs> you know what pisses me? The Bugle sounds really piss me off. Production values, mate. Well, I think if it wasn't for John Oliver, you probably would have no idea what that show is. You didn't probably have never heard of it. Is that show associated with like a? Is the Bugle like a publication or something? No, I think it's just it's. An- Andy Salzman, he's a comedian. John Oliver, also a comedian. Probably uh, worked in the same circuit back in the day, and then now Oliver's famous, and he's doing his uh, friend a favor. Sounds like there's a third guy, too, though. Chris? I think that's the sound guy. They always have a different sound oh, guy. The I used to listen to it for a while, and then I kind of stopped listening to it. But uh, still, though, the fact that they uh, mentioned Sick and Wrong, I was, I was kind of stoked. So thank you, Rich, for uh, pointing that out, and thank you to the listener in China... For riding to the bugle. And, uh, yeah, we still have those Chinese listeners. Greg. Something makes me think Greg isn't an actual Chinese person. He just lives over there. Yeah, probably. Uh, check it out who called again. Barkley. It's the real Batman here. Who was that fucking faggot who called last time? That wasn't me. I was too busy bothering Alfred. Anyway, fuck Rollo. And fuck the fucking faggot who tried to be me. Simon, where is he? Swear to me that you don't know. Okay, bye. I have to go and um, clean my uniform. Okay, bye. <laughs> his uniform. I don't think Batman doesn't call it his uniform. What's he called? His it's, cowl? His costume. He doesn't call that costume. His armor? <laughs> But but that that's the real Batman there. So I don't the imposter who called a couple weeks ago. That did ago, sound like more like Batman. And that was the real Batman. It's I, really the it's the what's that actor's name? I forget. Christian Bale. It's the Bale man. Because other Batman actors didn't do that, did they? Well, uh, what's his name? Uh, Adam Michael West Keaton. didn't sound like that. Michael Keaton didn't do it. Val Kilmer kind of no. did. Well, let's forget it that he was even Batman. Who was the <laughs> other Batman? Clooney? Clooney was Batman once, wasn't he? Yeah, he didn't. He just sounded like Clooney. 
I kind of hope more costume characters start calling the show. I wouldn't mind having just like the Justice League calling us up or all the X-Men or something, you know, maybe, maybe Wolverine. People can do Wolverine. Would you rather talk to Hulk or Bruce Banner? I wouldn't mind talking to Bruce at first, but then he stubs his toe and he gets really angry and turns to the Hulk. So we get both. Yeah, he's on the phone. Yeah. How about Aquaman? Uh, Wolverine kind of sounds like the Bailman. I guess he does. Well, no, he but does that, uh, smoking my cigar. He says "bub" a lot. Bub. What about Juggernaut? I wouldn't mind Juggernaut coming. Are we in. talking about just movie superheroes? Or Juggernaut just... was in the comic. I know, but what I'm saying is, I don't think Juggernaut was actually in any. He's in that YouTube clip that's been viral for ages. No, he the was in the. Bitch. He was in the X Men where they went to Alcatraz. Remember? No, they all went. Who played him? Some Russian guy? No, Ozzy. An Ozzy played him, and he would bash through the walls. And, be, and at one point, he said, "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch." Just like the YouTube. Sometimes clip. they they play fast and loose with like what the characters look like in the movie versus what they've looked like for years. And I mean, like for years in the comic, he had that weird, goofy helmet that's like a big salad bowl. But in the movie, they'll be like, "Well, that's not cool," so we're gonna make him look completely different. But then you're like, "Well, that's not even the fucking Juggernaut anymore." No, he was definitely the... You could discern the juggernaut out of that outfit. Maybe one. I didn't see that one. What about the Colossus? Did he look like metal, like in the comics? I remember they had the, that kid. Uh, yeah, he was, he was in it. He was the Russian. He was the Russian. That's the Russian. But did he get the metal skin with, like, the stripes? I think he could turn into that. Like, uh, normally he was just a big Russian guy, but then once the special effects kicked in, <laughs> he became the Colossus. But he's yeah, not I, angry. He's just like, I'm going to be metal now. And he just turns metal. I'm just trying to encourage more superheroes to call in. Maybe yeah. the greatest American hero. Wouldn't mind talking to him again. What about the mask? <laughs> so, Wacker, uh, we got a few uh, my two, two My Two Cents calls to get to. God. So, uh, let me roll the intro. Punch out soon. My Two Cents. With Dean Lance. All right, here's the first My Two Cents call. We haven't done My Two Cents in a while. I can't even remember the last time. Dude, D. So I talked to you a couple times. Uh, you showed me Delilah's uh, whenever I was visiting Chicago. I got asked for your, device, your advice. Is this so okay you I know? my girlfriend cheated on me today. What? I don't even remember. I should, maybe he wrote to me and I spoke I mean, you to lived him. in Chicago before you... Uh, yeah, I lived in Chicago before I did... You know what? I think this guy... Sent an email saying he's going to be in Chicago, and I recommended the bar Delilah's. You've been to Delilah's, probably. Yeah, it's a, it's a good like punk rock bar in Chicago. If anyone ever goes there, but anyway, he, this guy wants uh, wants my sage advice. Hey, what would you do? You seem to have like a plethora of women, like an abundance. <laughs> so, what would you do in my situation? Twenty-seven, meh, whatever. But I need your advice because you seem to do quite well. Uh, Lance, I'd ask for your advice, but you like guys, so they really wouldn't work out too well. Uh, keep it sick and keep Maybe it that's wrong. the advice. I don't even need this shit to be on fucking the air. Uh? Well, I don't even know where this guy's going here. Um, Did he say his girl broke up with him? No, she was cheating on him, and he found out <laughs> she was cheating on him. Yeah, you can't do that. And uh, he wants my advice. I go, what, what advice would you really want? It's done. Yeah, it's like... You're going to think about it every time you're trying to do sexy time or anything, really. Like, if she's, like, just doing something annoying, you're going to just imagine her fucking hauling on some guy's cock into her mouth. Yeah, some dude's hog, like, in her mouth. You're, you're, not, you're never going to 
not you're never going to not be able to forget that. Like, there's no way you're ever going to be able to forget that. Like this hog, it, someone else's hog in your girlfriend's mouth. Every time you make out with her, you're going to be thinking of some dude's hog in her mouth. So it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, this he's 28. <laughs> if he was 48 and they had a couple kids, then it's like, all right, say work it out. I got to work on it. I mean, now I wouldn't even say definitely work it out, but I'd say work on it. See if you can work it out. Give it a try. If it doesn't work, I understand. But if you're 28, fuck that shit. You know what's funny? You ever know any 28-year-olds that, like, maybe they're married, but sometimes they're not even married, and, and you're like, oh, what's going on with the relationships? Going Well, we're in couples counseling. Oh, my God. Like, that... You're fucking 28, and you're not married. Or even if you're married, you're like, you've been married for, like, six months. You don't have kids. Fuck couples counseling. Just fucking end it. Couples counseling is the death knell of relationship, personally. Unless you're 48 and, you and you're married, and then you, then or you right. have children. Yeah, then, like then we were put a in a lot of time, and we're not just going to give it up at this point. But the the problem with this guy's situation, he's never going to be able to trust this girl again, ever. No. So you you well, might you know, as well what's end her, it. Was she really drunk? Did she get roofied? Uh, or is but, it just some guy she always wanted to fuck, and the opportunity came up, and then you're like, hey. Still, though, you're what if never, she, what if she said, all right, you, you get to go fuck one person. I said, no, you still won't be able to feel the same way you did about her after that. No. Well, what I would do, though, in this situation, if he suspects her of being a serial cheater, but he doesn't have any concrete evidence, I would almost like set it up. Would you call the cheaters TV program? Is that still no, weird? no. I would uh, like. I don't know. She probably is logged into Facebook through his computer or something. Go on, dude. There. If you want me to go seduce your girlfriend, if that's what you're trying to say, no, uh, I'm saying I'm with not this. Do that. What this dude should do if he suspects his girl cheating on him, why not set her up? Like email the guy and say, yeah, why don't you come over? You know, the boyfriend's not at home right now. Come on over. And then you're sitting there watching TV and having dinner with her. Next thing you know, there's a knock on the door and be like. Oh, hey, what are you doing here? It's just I still be- think you should just have the whack man show up, you know, when she's getting out of work. By her, I'll just stand by her car. Hey. <laughs> He's wearing, a, wearing an Elmo costume with your yeah. dick out. <laughs> dump, hey. dump the girl because you're never going to be I able to. I heard you uh, like to swing. <laughs> I heard you like to swing. Is that what Elmo? No, that's Towley. Never mind. I can't do Elmo. Yeah, it sounded like it. But, uh, you know, you're never going to be able to trust this girl again. I don't even care how hot she is. You're just going to be thinking even if of she's, another Even if she talent. was drunk and, and she's not going to cheat anymore, it, it's not a trust thing. It's just you're not going to be able to get out of your head. Yeah. It's, it's going to haunt, haunt you forever. So, But let's to, be honest. You probably can't trust her anymore. She probably will cheat again. And you're 27. The first time. Go find and another girl who's going to cheat on you. Because they all or just will. you know go just fuck a bunch of girls and don't get into a serious relationship till you're like thirty three. Yeah, and then uh, and then at that point date a girl who's like you know in her early thirties. She's not getting try any younger. Fi- try to find one that's not a complete slut this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the advice. <laughs> all right, here's a second my two cents call. Hey, sick wrong. It's well student PJ here. It's calling the other toilet, might as well multitask you, right? Nice. Story is more or less like a what would you do situation here, right? Right, okay. I'm talking to this girl. I'm talking over text and whatever. And soon enough we get into the dirty stuff, you know, talking about what I do to you, what you do to me, all that shit. Then nothing unusual. And the next, okay, this is the first part. First, she asked me. 
how rough do you get? So I thought, like, you know, the general hair pulling, the spanking kind of thing. So that's all that I think it should be satisfied with that. Have they boned yet? No. So this is all kind of foreplay via text. Yeah, they're pushing the boundaries. This they're is like feeling you know, each other it, out. They call it grooming with a with a kid, but uh, you know, there's grooming <laughs> that goes on between consenting adults too. You're like, wonder what she'd say if I texted it, and you can always just be like, ah, it's just fantasy role playing with you. Over text. But I think they're just feeling each other out. They're getting to know each other. But That's... when she, when a girl says over text. Uh, how rough do you get? She wants you to get real rough over text, like you know, in the fantasy world. Just be yeah, like, oh, she just probably doesn't right mean. Let's <laughs> just fucking sent back saying, "What about beating?" So beating. I was like, what, "What the fuck do you mean beating?" No, then you like, <laughs> okay. You here's a piece of advice there too. One word response off question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I get her I'd be laugh. like, "Where?" Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? So, so she would prop her into the thought of me just beating her in the face while I was fucking her. So fucking, what, first, what would you do with that? I don't think you'd make the Welsh bird any uglier. Second point was... <laughs> phone book. She all of a sudden said, oh yeah, I'd love to piss all of you as well, which I am fucking not into that at all. I Ooh. do not want that to fucking happen. Well, this woman is completely out of my league, so fucking... Would you, if you had a fucking 10 or an 11 girl, fucking desperate to get with you, but the only reason she would is if you let her piss on you, would you do it? Are you fucking good kidding question. me? Good question. Keep up the good work, guys. See you later. Bye. Is this guy for real? <laughs> Who is this guy? I don't know, but I mean, it's... Of yeah, course! Like, Come on, Tony Blair. How much of a prude are you? If this ele- if this girl's not a 10, this one goes to 11, I'd be like, piss all over my face. I want to fuck the shit out of you. If if it was I mean, feces... I would, just say, I would be like, you're bad. Well, if she was a 10, I'd be like, yeah, come on over. We'll do it on my mom's bed. I don't give a shit. But <laughs> if she was even like a 5, I'd be like, I'll do it on your bed. I draw yes. the line at feces, though. Hmm. What line? Well, I mean, what line? I'm not going... I, <laughs> no, I don't care. about this line. Now, I'm just saying, I don't care if it's Penelope Cruz. I don't want to get, I don't want to have turn on my face. I'm just, I can go get other chicks to have sex with. But urine, who cares? Bullshit. I, I'm not going, there's only a couple girls that I would allow them to definitely. Okay, what about if me. it wasn't on your face? What if she wanted to take a shit on your leg? I'd have to see a picture of, of this girl because <laughs> Who's I, the hottest girl you can imagine? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The hottest girl I could imagine. Okay, she can take a shit on my leg. I don't mind about that. I'd let that go. Not on your face, though. As long as I could do things to her, like put your penis in her vagina. That's all. I don't. Well, that's things. all I want to do. But I'm just saying, urine. Who cares? It's like a. That's like a tongue kissing. <laughs> it, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Our parents were pissing all over each other. It was part of the courtship ritual. I know it's like what, I, what? How much of a prude is this guy? Oh, Come on, it's a weird piss thing. I mean, some you know people are just weirded out by weird things. But the other thing to tell, I mean, she wants to text about this stuff and play around. That doesn't necessarily mean she really wants to do it. And you know, you might have blown some legitimate good sex because you weren't willing to like fuck around on text. And if you're at her house on her sheets, why do you really care? 
But you know, what would you be? I've never actually been pissed on, let me say that. I have a couple times. <laughs> like on accident because she was drunk or like because that's well, she was into it? Because she was into it. And uh, it wasn't that big of a deal. Weren't you, I would just be laughing the whole time. Like, okay. Were you in the shower? The bathtub. Yeah, well, yeah, I was laying in the bathtub. So I guess shower, bathtub. But yeah, no, she wanted like, to do I can't it. believe this turns you on and I just be laughing. All right, piss away. I don't give a fuck. She, you know, I've, I've peed on a girl a couple times too. Because this was something that you wanted to do or she wanted you to do it? She wanted me to do it. I'm, I'm not into... Urine. I'm not into excreta of any kind. Vomit, urine, or poo. Vomit. That's all the other thing. Urine is probably, I think, the most accessible. And I I don't mind doing it. It's like, who cares? But I would be more comfortable getting pissed on than beating a girl. Hmm. I mean, what about, like, simulated beating? Well, it it depends on where... That's the thing. It's like, it depends on where you draw that line. Like, I've, I've had... Girlfriends that like to be like choked hard. Choked. Well, you're they having, see well, that, having they sex. see that in porn and they think it's a turn on. It's I, I find it. I find that to be it's distracting to they're me. They're trying. They're trying to be edgy. I mean, what are you? What are you fucking uh, David Carradine? I mean, oh, it intensifies my orgasm and just be like, just have an orgasm, okay? That you know what it happen. is? It's a rape fantasy. I think they're like they want to feel like completely powerless against this guy who's choking them and. I, I, I don't know. I I'm, think these girls see it in porn, and they're trying to be edgy and extra hot, and that, and that's where it comes from. There's I would no, rather I be water sports. Real desire, and I'm you know what? I'm only saying this because of how common I think it is now. I think if you like, if one in every like 500 girls did it, I'd be like, yeah, weird. She's, but I hear a lot of guys like, oh, she likes to be choked. I don't think there's that many girls out there that I'm hearing it from multiple dudes I know that they these girls all really like to be choked. No. I don't think so either. I've only had a couple that were really into it. But I've had friends. It's equivalent of the girls who are kissing other girls. It's not because they have any lesbian things. It's because they know it gets a lot of attention. But I've had friends that that, that close-fisted punched a girl in the face because she wanted it. And I don't feel comfortable doing that. (laughs) No. I mean, they're just like punched them in 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 the tit, like while they're having sex. It's like, why are you into that? Just bring in a meat tenderizer and just fucking clock her in the eye. Like one of those metal ones with the fucking <laughs> But piss. End. I mean, come on. She just wants to piss on you a little bit. That's kind of hot, actually. Maybe he's got a piss thing, though. You know, maybe when he was a kid, his older brother, like, held him down and pissed on him, and he just it grosses him out. But if it, that's not it, I mean, if he just thinks he would be, you know, humiliated, like, no, fuck that. It's warm. Just do it in the bathtub. That's the best thing. I forgot about the bath. Yeah, just be like, all right, let's get in the shower. Yeah, but Piss I mean, me. it's one I'll thing if the girl. It off and then we'll shag. I mean, so it's one thing if the girl looks like Shrek. And she's like, you know, I don't know, overweight northern bird. It's like, yeah, I don't want her to piss on me. But if this girl looks, you know, it looks like uh, Kate cell, Moss right? or something, she's like, uh, <laughs> she's hot and she wants to piss on you, and then that turns around. Why not? I mean, Kate Moss is pissing on you because she's so coked out. She's, like, lost control of her fucking her, uh, bladder. And how bad do you think that piss really would be? Especially Kate, Kate Moss, Moss is a girl, uh, similar to the cheating question, I could never fuck Kate Moss because I'd just be thinking about that fucking, uh, what's his name? Oh, that dirty guy, yeah. Uh, forgot about What is that. his name? I forget. Pete From the something? Libertines. Pete, Pete Doherty or Doty or something. Right. Yeah. Doherty. Doherty. Pete Doherty. That's who it is. Anyway, come on, dude. Grow a sack. Get pissed on. It's not that big of a deal. 
<laughs> uh, people call sick and wrong at uh, 206-666-3846. Um, as always, we like when you subscribe to the show on iTunes. We like when you listen to us via iTunes and give us a rate and a comment. You know, I noticed on uh, the U.S. iTunes, Wackley, we haven't even had a comment in like a month. We had a couple of ratings, but not even a comment. They've in forsaken us. I know. Like American fans have forsaken us. That's so come on, just go do a search for sick and wrong, rate and comment on the show. It boosts the visibility and actually does help us out. We've been getting a lot of t-shirts though, uh, being ordered this week. Uh, I don't know why they're all going to Australia, but we've had a lot of people in Australia and Oz ordering a sick and wrong shirt. Um, but we encourage, we like that. We appreciate that. So uh, go to sickroompodcast.com slash store, buy a t-shirt right now, and I will throw in a five-pack of stickers. So uh, you'll get the new They Live stickers with your t-shirt if you order one today. Sigurong Song of the Week was actually sent in from an Aussie. Uh, they wrote, I'm in Australia. Bands called Cosmic Psychos. This is a great song called Come On. If you don't like it, I'd be very surprised. Play it for the Aussie Rednecks. Uh, you need to thank all the pommy cunts for putting us on to you guys. You know what to keep it. Brolga. And I was thinking at first, Brolga. What kind of name is Brolga? But then I looked at the name of the oh, I thought that was like a European uh, like saying or like YOLO or something. I was going to ask you. What Brolga. No, that's the name, and that, I was looking at him, like, thinking, well, this dude's definitely probably some Aussie, you know, yob, some meathead Aussie guy, shitty tattoos, probably a Foster's tattoo on his shoulder, and uh, he's just getting wasted. But, uh, a but kangaroo the- fucking a Tasmanian <laughs> devil, and not the, like, uh, Looney Tunes kind, like an actual Tasmanian Like a real devil. Tasmanian devil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, donkey punching a koala. Yeah. Um, but believe it or not, this, this email came from a woman. The name in this is, uh, the name of the woman is named Jane. That's who the name on the email is. So Jane sent this. And the song is called Come On. It's by the Cosmic Psychos. I thought for sure we were going to be playing this uh, baby metal. Oh, God, have you heard it? Of course. It's awful. I know, but everything we play is awful. Yeah. This one, this one kind of sounds like that band Nashville Pussy. Remember that? Oh, okay. That one kind of dude looked like a, he looked like a, he just looked like a redneck uh, who made meth. In like uh, the Appalachians, but uh, he had those two hot blonde chicks that play guitar and bass. Yeah, they had a band called National Pussy. Anyway, this band kind of sounds like them. So we're gonna end the show here with "Come On" by the Cosmic Psychos. Uh, thank you, Brolga, for saying that. In people will be back next week with episode four twenty three. Till then, take it easy. Good night.
P.S. We all love fucking BuzzFeed quizzes. I got Goebbels. Who'd you get? Sick or none?